Rugby KO, a podcast that pulls no punches. We deliver rugby insights from passionate enthusiasts from the grassroots to the global game. Players, punters, professionals and partners providing uncensored opinions on how the sport of rugby can thrive again. Growing the game from the grassroots. Now time to hear from this week's Grassroots Gun with your host, Katrina Roxenham. From country Tamworth, Mitchell Watts attends Cal Rossi School, where he has just completed his Year 12 trials. He plays for the Tamworth Magpies in the second row. He was selected for Central North, New South Wales Country, and then the New South Wales Junior Rugby Union Under-18s. Mitch is beginning on his pathway to professionalism, but first hopes to achieve the marks to study commerce law at university. I talked to the modest and self-deprecating Mitch about rugby and his experiences so far. Hi, Mitch, and welcome to the Rugby KO podcast. Hi, Katrina. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure. So you're from country Tamworth in New South Wales. You attend Cal Rossi School. You're just in the midst of completing your Year 12 trials. Played at the uh, Tamworth Magpies in the second row, I yes, believe. Yes, um, yes. Mitch, um, <laughs> tell us about the Tamworth Magpies and your club there and how it all began for you for rugby. Magpie, so Tamworth Magpies, we recently switched to the New England rugby comp. So we're versing a lot of the UNE, which is the University of New England sides. That's the Albies and the Rob. And there's new sides that even Coffs this year have joined at Walker. So it's a really strong comp. And we've, since the, like, all the COVID stuff that's happened, that we've had a huge range of boys that have come across from the league, a few boys that have moved over from other countries. So it's really been an exciting year in that respect. I guess where it's all started for me was moving up here in 2014. It was, I was mainly league and I... The school I went to, it was a major rugby union. I think it was a union-focused, and there was the coach there. He pulled me aside and said, um, you know, have a go, have a go. It's a Friday night comp up here and just see how you like it. So it all started there for me, which is Barry Everingham at Tillman Public. Yeah, so started off in primary school. Yeah. And so you're still at the Magpies now. Do you still play club? Yeah, 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 still playing. We've got, got coughs this weekend. Hopefully doesn't, nothing gets in the way of it. But, yeah, playing at home this weekend, so it'll be, be exciting. Yeah. And so you played at New South Wales under-16 country, the Cockatoo side you were selected for. And then you were convinced by a mate to trial for the Central North representative side and were selected there. Why did that take some convincing was it because you were studying in year 12 and you thought of sort of wanted to focus on that or what was the reason there yeah well I guess at the beginning of last year it was that where you're a 17 year old playing against under 18s I just didn't think I'd be able to stick it to them so I said I'll have this year for study wise I'll play a bit of footy around town and then a mate just said because we had a bit of pre-season and there wasn't many numbers at the central north trial he said come on down give it a go See how, see how it goes and it all came from there really which I was I appreciated a heap from the yeah the guy that invited me down there yeah yeah and so then you were selected to play for New South Wales country and then selected in the New South Wales junior rugby union under 18 side what was that experience like the New South Wales country it's yeah it's 
there's a bit of there's a, there's a fire that's just ignited from you at the start. That you just want to you just want to get over those city boys when it comes to that city versus country. So and there's always there's a bit of camaraderie where you're all from around the state. You come together. You get these core values that um, cockatoos stand for. And yeah, it's a really good program. It's it varies in size. We varies in the length of the program where you're with the boys, but. Last year it was it was awesome. We all got along really well, and we never just we stuck it to the city side. Just went down, which was unfortunate. But the coaching, the coaching management, and all that they were awesome. So it was a really good program to be a part of. Mm. And I think I wasn't expecting um, the New South Wales stuff at all because my family actually booked a holiday to Hawaii. That's how I was just thinking. So grateful for getting the countryside that I just think I'd be able to make the New South Wales sides. And after that city versus country, that night where they announced the sides, yeah, it was complete shock. So it was, it was awesome. And then we actually had to think about that, how it's all going to work, how my parents are going to watch. But luckily it was live, um, live streamed. But yeah, it was an awesome experience going over there, over to Perth. And so the coaching, do you reckon, at that level is like a step up? You learnt and developed a lot once you got in that pathway system? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because leading up to the Perth game, we had a three-day program with Andrew Cleverley, Matt Everard, Shannon Fraser. But there was a three-day program there where you, you're with the highest of the highest, like there with their coaching. And there was one day there where they had the Waratahs boys that weren't in the Wallabies um, squad having their like so I had Tom Stenerforth giving me tips like in the line out and everything which was awesome it was yeah real really like good experience and just being able to take that back to the grass like bring that back to school even just yeah, awesome experience and then getting the coaching aspects from that New South Wales junior rugby side it was the city coaches because the way it worked is the way whoever won the city versus country the coaching management from that went on to coach the New South Wales side. So it was the city coaches that coached the New South Wales side. And, that, yeah, that just brought another aspect into it as well. They got their tips. They got their hints and all that sort of stuff and the game specifics that, like, I guess, match your position. So the line out and all that sort of stuff. That was awesome to get those little hints and tips from those sort of guys that have been doing it for a long, long time. So, yeah. yeah. So tell us about the technical parts of playing in the second row. You mentioned the line out. So what's technical sort of training and what, what are some of the key things that you need to be good at and, and sort of hone in on when you play in the second row? <laughs> well, I guess I'm probably no professional in this. But I just jumping like the line out sort of stuff. It's just you're trying to get as clean a ball as possible to your nine whether that be from the top or from the bottom in that mall. And it just, that set piece, especially in the scrum, it relies on that second row so much that you're such a key factor. If you're loose, if you're not bound to your other mate beside you, as strong as you can be, you're going to get found out pretty well. So I guess that sort of aspect of just, just work rate as well, I think you being the motor for the whole side of the team, you've got to be trying, well, I try to be, involved as much as I can but I guess everyone has their different ways of playing they might be have a ball running second row I might be we're off the ball specialist um line out specialist so I guess you get all sorts of types of players in their different roles which I guess suit their game then their game types but yeah it's, it's it's hard to pinpoint just like what to focus on as the second row I guess 
So you're in the, the tight five and you're in the line out and you key there. What about defensively? Do you do, you know, are you crucial defensively as well? <laughs> I, I love the defensive side. I, I love the defensive side of it. it around that the pillar post area, which is that, that first to third man beside the ruck, Mm. That sort of aspect of being in there, getting in, there's a pick and drive of, from the other team, just getting in there, trying to put them back on their own sort of ruck. That sort of mentality, I guess, in defence is a massive thing. So, yeah, just and just trying to get, as, as I said, trying to get involved as much as I can in the defensive side, not watching other boys do it. So Yeah, yeah. that's good. Get amongst it. So um... Yeah, that's it. Do you um, do you have some aspirations in rugby now? I mean, you said that you were surprised to be picked up for the New South Wales you know, under-18s, but now you're sort of on the path. Do you have aspirations to play maybe for your state and super rugby or eventually the Wallabies? What's your aspirations at this stage? Um, for sure, for sure. There's definitely that goal there of um, earning that well, if I, from just that New South Wales spot would be awesome, that Gen Blue under-18s, which is unfortunately, it's a bit up in the air at the moment. But yeah. that, that would, that's really, yeah, that's a goal I've really been aspiring for. And I guess that, yeah, that super rugby side of it, just trying to, trying to play for the New South Wales Waratahs would be, yeah, that's definitely a goal mm. I'm trying to work for, for sure. And so who have been some of the inspirations or mentors along the way or people that have encouraged you with your footy? You said a mate encouraged you to go and trial for Central North. <laughs> have you had other particular coaching staff or family or friends that have yep. sort of encouraged you along the way? For sure. Mum and dad are a massive part of encouraging, getting me down to Sydney as much as possible. I guess without them, I wouldn't be where I am. Coaching-wise, my school my school, um, te- my school, coach and my school teacher, Conrad Starr, he's... He's been massive. He's did play Northern Suburbs first grade, I've been told. He, he doesn't tell me himself, but I've been told he played a few games down there. And he's, he's got, yeah, he's got the knowledge and the mindset of it, which is awesome as a role model, I guess. And for New South Wales country, the Fords coach, Ian Westwood, he's also been a massive, I think he's a level four coach. So he's been massive, just getting, yeah, the in and outs of my position in my game, which he's been, yeah, awesome. In that respect, mm. for sure. Mm. And there's there's others on. <laughs> Everyone along the way, yeah, I've appreciated all of them. But they're, yeah, they're the main two that stand out for me for sure. Yeah, yeah. Have you had any injuries to date? Touchwood, you haven't. And how do you prepare for a match? You know, there's obviously the physical component. You do a lot of that sort of training. Uh, there's obviously a mental sort of uh, component as well. It's a very it's a full contact combative sport. So how do you avoid those injuries and attack the game in a fearless way, being such a combative sport? I haven't to date. Touch wood, as you say. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. But I think it all starts with preparation, just the strength conditioning side of it. Getting If, if you're doing it, doing similar stuff that what you're doing on the field, like in pre-season or whatever, I guess it reduces that probability of injuring yourself. But... I think preparation's a massive, massive thing, mentally and physically, just pre-season-wise and even off-season, just keeping, keeping, on your, keeping the boots on, trying to do as much stuff as you can, I think is massive when the season comes to, like, yeah, prevent any like, likelihood of injury, for sure. Yeah. 
Do you enjoy watching rugby on TV? Do you go to games to watch? Do you watch at school if you can? I know it's a different situation now, but yeah. what yeah. could make it a bit more exciting for, say, your generation to watch rugby? I know, for example, a lot of the younger generation prefer just a highlights package or watch it on the <laughs> phone or their laptop or something and not necessarily sit down in front of yeah. the telly. What, what could rugby do to make <laughs> it a little more exciting for, you know, guys your age? Um, and girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the new changes that the Super Rugby AU's brought in, the 50-22. There's some, there's some aspects of those seven, I think there's seven new rules in those that have been brought out. I think some aspects of them have been, I think it's such a momentum changer. If, you get, if you're in your own 22 and you get that 50, the 22-50, I think it's called, yeah. it's such a momentum and it can put you on the edge of your seat as a spectator. But I don't know if you've heard of the global rapid rugby, you know, that the force have been yeah, involved yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, with force originally in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when uh, they call it a power try, when the power try is on, you know, they're close, they're going through some phases and they're close to scoring, goalposts yeah. light up green, like it's on and they get, I think it's nine points for that try. And so the crowd knows that this power tries on and so everyone's excited. <laughs> and then, you know, if for whatever reason it stops and the, the posts go red and it's off and there's a reaction from the crowd as well. So those sorts yeah, of right. digital sort of, yeah, you know, exciting the, ways to engage the crowd. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I think there's definitely, there's definitely room there for those sort of factors to come in where it, it's, yeah, for the, for the viewer and getting them involved in it which i think rugby show is definitely trying to trying to shift that attitude towards and just trying to get a game that's beautiful for the um for the audience to watch i think mm. and what about yeah. the social platforms because i mean i know you know there's a lot of social media nowadays so engaging sort of the supporters and players and and just promoting the sport effectively yeah. through those digital platforms do you think there's that it firstly is do you see a lot of rugby on those platforms? Do you think it's promoted well or or what else do you think could happen there? I think it's such a big thing in nowadays for like for a player to have that sort of profile on the social media and if a fan reaches out and even if the player responds, I think it's such a big such a big thing for a, even like especially those younger teenagers to get a message back from your idol, I think is such a, and it's so, it's so easy to do nowadays where it probably wasn't as possible 10, 20 years ago to reach out to your idol and ask them what, what do you think? Or well, I've, I've recently, Billy Meeks, he, um, I sent a message to Billy Meeks and he got back to me with some stuff from the, like from the rebels, like fitness and conditioning stuff. And that was, that was such an eye opener just to think how, close the world is where he's he's down in melbourne doing his own thing and i can message him and he can send me this stuff that he's doing yeah which is awesome i think but i think social media nowadays well rugby rugby i think it's rugby.com.au's got an instagram page which i follow and they're starting to do little little um like highlights and packages of players that are coming in i think that's really good for the audience to like I think they did one on Jordan Patea the other week when he was coming back from his injury. And that was, that was yeah, they just doing these little high, highlight videos that are awesome to watch. I think that really gets the audience and fans 
uplifting when the game's going to be on that, oh, look, who, look who's back, look who's playing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, just that connecting with the community, I guess, isn't it? And with the spectators and fans. It, yeah. As you say, easy to do nowadays. It doesn't take much. So, yeah, that's great that, um, that Meeks got back to you. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw, I saw, I followed, I followed Will Harrison and the Gordon, I think Gordon Page shared it, where a, a 12, 13-year-old boy asked him what kicking tea or something he uses. And the, Will Harrison got back to him, and it. I think it, they did some reaction of this kid getting a message back from Will Harrison. It was, yeah, it's just crazy to That's think. Gold. Yeah, 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 it is. And so, you're on the pathway to going through all the various steps to get to where you want to get to with your rugby career. Where to next? So what's coming up this season for you and where to once you do finish school? I know you said it right in the midst of your trial, so I appreciate you talking today, but what does what what the immediate future look like for you? I think hopefully, I think the big thing for this season is just trying to get as much gains in as possible. Um, you never know what's going to happen, especially with this second wave. But I guess regarding, in regard to next year, Fingers crossed. I'm hoping to go down to Sydney and hope play for a club down there alongside uni. But I think that that sort of aspect of playing in that Colts program in Sydney's in that Shoot Shield Colts program is if you want to expand your game, I think that's where you're gonna. Oh, I, I, that's what I'm planning on anyway. Going down there and hopefully sorting something out. And what do you want to study if you get the marks and stuff? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm hoping at the I'm looking at the moment commerce and law, which is <laughs> it's a 96 at the moment at University of New South Wales and University of Sydney. So I'm fingers crossed for that mark. But yeah, that's what I'm hoping I'm doing. Hopefully. Yeah, great. That's sort of finance sector. But we'll wait and see what happens. I guess. Oh, well, it's good to have a goal. That's yeah. awesome. And hopefully, um, I'm sure that any of the Colts uh, teams would love to have you down here. You look like you. <laughs> a strong um, second rower and a promising young talent. So I just wish you all the best through your HSC and also for, for next year, hopefully we can have you in Sydney and see you um, come to a game and watch you play. But um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for your time, Mitch. Thanks, it was great Jimmy. to chat today. Oh, cheers. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. It's been, it, was, yeah, it was awesome to get an email. To, it's crazy. So I was yeah, very appreciative of you having me on. No worries. All right. We'll take care and, uh, yeah, study hard and we'll chat to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Katrina. See ya. Thank you for joining us at Rugby KO. Any comments or insights, please send to Katrina at rugbyko.com. For show notes and more about all things rugby, head to our website at www.rugbyko.com. We look forward to your company for our next episode of Rugby KO.